at 16 minutes past eight. You may recall last week the central bank deciding to freeze the benchmark rate here once again at 1.5%. It's been at that level since last November. The Bank of Korea also announced a slightly lowered growth rate projection for this year, 2.7%. Let's ask Professor Shin Se-dong from the Division of Economics at Sungyong Women's University for more about it. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Good to have you with us. Oh, uh, yeah, it's been a while. So the Bank of Korea's freeze, a deep freeze throughout all that uh, heat of summer. Uh, it, we're almost a year at 1.5%. Was, was it expected and, and was it reasonable to keep it at that level again? Yeah, it was expected. You know, about 70% of the market had anticipated that the bank will freeze this time. Whether that decision was reasonable, I doubt it. Uh, it's understandable for the part of the Bank of Korea because it, it must have been pretty tough, you know, for them uh, to move upward the rate, uh, at least, you know, quarter percent, uh, considering economic situation. But uh, the reason that I cannot say it is reasonable is because um, the bank has been so long inactive. I mean, it's been, you know, staying there for a year. And during that time, America, United States has raised uh, three times, and we're expecting another one this December, and the, the interest rate gap is widening to almost uh, you know one percent by the end of this year. That's going to cause a significant financial instability in Korea. So uh, always we are expecting you know Bank of Korea to be preemptive instead of quarterbacking. So uh, in that respect, I, I cannot say it's reasonable, even though it, it could be pretty understandable. I don't know what your view is of the Korea Institute of Finance, but we heard earlier on in the show how that association is um, in its international financial report criticising the US's prolonged key rate rises, uh, suggesting that uh, the US could be on its way towards a stock collapse and even a great recession because of its Fed's decision making. Is that uh, much of an antidote to what you were just saying, or do you back the U.S. moves to, to raise well, their that's rates? The, you know, just the opinion just in the market. You know, most in the market prefers lower rate. And you know, for the last 10 years, the interest rate has been uh, historically low. Uh, a normal rate, you know, for the I, I mean, the average rate for the uh, the 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 base rate for the bank of I mean the the Federal Reserve has been about three percent, but for the last ten years it's been you know stayed below one percent and and historically it's untenable. It, it's going to go back to the normal rate. So no matter what you know financial markets are saying, the policymakers should follow the you know normal course. And I pretty uh, agree uh, the decision uh, of the FOMC. What about rising interest rate, rising oil prices, rising exchange rate, the three highs that uh, experts have been highlighting? Well, yeah, that's going to have significant uh, negative effects, especially on uh, private consumption. Higher costs of you know, interest, interest payment, higher costs of oil, and uh, rising exchange rate will induce uh, you know, uh, many uh, products imported from outside. Uh, their prices 
their prices have to go up. So uh, it is pretty sure that you know domestic uh, kind of a consumption will be negatively impacted because of these three highs. But uh, you have to remember that you know the, all those members, um, all those elements has been pretty low. Interest rate has been too low, and the oil price has been you know staying pretty low historically, and exchange rate has been low. So uh, I think you know we are returning to the normal states, and of course there will be some uh, frictions, you know. Uh, for those people who are accustomed to a very low interest rate, very low prices of oil, very low prices of exchange rate, uh, so I think it's just you know returning to the normal uh, normal kind of situation, and uh, I think we'll be we'll be all right, you know, if sooner or later after the older you know kind of prices have returned to the normal level. Even though the employment market sluggish and there are concerns about the government's income-led growth Uh, and in fact if anything we're seeing growth projections move in the wrong direction right now are we falling into a vicious cycle oh yeah i mean the the vicious circle has been already in operation since 2015 maybe even before that because that's another issue when we talk about the you know, employment problem, it is something about competitiveness of the Korean industry, especially in the manufacturing sector. So uh, the problem of you know no employment and uh, less employment or smaller employment opportunity for the people that has been something the uh, long term disease that Korean economy has been suffering, and uh, that's a totally different issue than interest rate. Interest rate uh, is not uh, is not the solution to the competitiveness. So government has to follow two track. Interest rate has to be focused upon the stability of the financial market, and competitiveness and the job creation is totally different world. We should not we should not meddle with that. I think that's that's the, that's my point. Household debt is constantly being raised as a, an issue. Uh, previously, we, we spoke um, with a guest about how they're not worried about the interest burden, even after a potential rate hike, because of regulations such as DTI and LTV. Most of the loans have gone to people with good credit ratings anyway. Um, there are concerns about home prices, though, going forward. What's your stance on the way household debt will play into this? I agree that you know most at least eighty percent of household debts are pretty safe. They're they're pretty sound because they have income, they have jobs, and uh, and also you know LTV has been you know staying about fifty percent. So uh, most of the you know debtors in the households should be pretty sound. So it's not the trouble. Uh, per se, uh, and and the mention that you know the danger of lower prices of house, I think LTV has been staying fifty percent, meaning that we have a, a we have still another room for further fall. So falling uh, price of the houses is not the real trouble. I think I think the price of the houses have have to fall at least about ten or twenty percent. Real trouble is uh, is the um, interest rate upon private consumption. Uh, 1% rise in interest rate means about 15 trillion won increase in interest payment, which is about 20%, I mean 2% of private consumption. So if interest goes up 1%, real trouble is private consumption will decline about 2%. And that I think is the main worry that the Bank of Korea hesitate to raise the rate this time. 
So this differential that you've been highlighting as a as a major problem. Um, if we don't raise our rate, and and it seems like you're suggesting we should, but if we don't, and we see that differential with the US grow to one percent, what will be the um, the immediate impact? Well. If exchange stays the same, one percent higher in the you know rate in the America, uh, that's going to give a huge incentive for Korean funds to move to the United States. But that's not actually happening because actually it, exchange rate has been falling. So if exchange rate has been falling one percent, that's kind of a compensate uh, uh, the interest rate gap. But if exchange rate begins to rise. One percent, for example, total gap becomes two percent, and that's untenable uh, for the stability of financial market. So, uh, interest gravy is one thing very important for maintenance of the uh, financial market. But more critical is um, exchanges. So, the government and the Bank of Korea should be really careful in in uh, making exchanges very stable, which I think has. It's going to be very difficult because, uh, cons- considering the size of foreign, you know, capital already in the co- Korean market, so that's why I-, I say that you know the Bank of Korea should raise at least some percentage point uh, in order to uh, prevent a huge capital flight uh, coming from interest rate. Well, if experts like yourself are calling for it, we'll see how the BOK responds in November. Professor Shin, thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure.